0: This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best.
1: Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with the other person who lives in this home and the other person on this podcast. is Sarah Scrimshaw. Hello. Hello. Instead of asking, how are you? Today, I'm going to ask, in total, how many elves do you think operate at the North Pole for Santa's? whole operation there
0: mm, um 432
1: 432 so i mean would you consider that a small business or would you consider that uh that's getting up there in scale
0: i mean i think it qualifies as a small business <laughs> but it's not like um you know we all sit and work in one room small business right it's a little it's, bigger than that
1: it's not family owned the elves aren't santa's children right i don't think so okay I mean, I guess we can always tell know. a different tale. It's a myth yeah. we can decide in your mind. are the elves all Santa and mrs. Claus's children? They are not they are not yeah, no,
0: it's not child labor,
1: yeah, because he does make him make them all call him Santa, yeah, yeah, they don't call him Father Christmas, well, maybe that's why he's called Father Christmas, maybe he's all of our father. <laughs> I'm spinning out of control already. There we go.
0: We've got the answers. <laughs> we're all set. Uh,
1: we are happy to be here and talk about holiday break. De- no, holiday decorations is what we're going to talk about today. That is what we're obsessing on because we just decorated uh, our home pretty much yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after some challenges, which maybe <laughs> we'll talk about. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason that it was on both of our minds when we talked about what we wanted to obsess on uh, for this episode. For me, I think um, I was interested in the fact that I ended up being very happy that we put everything up because I had a moment of what if we just didn't, we're going to be out of town a bit uh, this holiday season. And I sometimes have a hard time doing all the sort of maintenance work. I like doing new work and fresh work and doing, putting something up that is designed to be taken down in like six weeks or so can sometimes be a challenge to me. So uh, I was grumpy. We ran into some obstacles. The lights we put on the tree did not actually light up when we plugged in. Uh, We had to wait another day. Some swear words were said by me (laughs) out loud. And then when we did finally get the tree up and some of the other decorations in our home, I was so happy they were up. So it made me reflect a little bit more on what is the value of having decorations and why do they make me happy?
0: Yay! Yay! Yeah.
1: So I want to start with you with that question. Not uh, how often have you uh, made swear words uh, at Christmas trees. But uh, for you, what is the point of putting up decorations? Why do it at all?
0: Mm. I mean, to me, I think there's a few different ideas for ones that are inside. Ours are inside. um, So they're much more for us than they are for others in the world. Because other than when we have the lights on and the shades open you don't really see them yeah so um i in terms of like the christmas lights i love the light in the darkness idea um you know it's north american north american yes north american as well as northern hemisphere that's the word (laughs) i was looking for uh winter so the days are short and so that extra light to me is just i it's part of the spirit of the holidays that has always spoken to me on a deeper level so i like that And then I also, in terms of, like, lights out and about either by people or by organizations or whatever, um, they're just kind of fun and festive. And they kind of say, hey, maybe it's dark. Maybe it's cold. Maybe you're tired of traffic. Maybe whatever's (laughs) going on in your life. But let's all find a moment to celebrate together. Yeah. It's kind of like, here's a smile. It's there if you want it but you're not forced to take it. (laughs) Uh,
1: That is really beautiful. And then I had a kind of a scary flash that you'd go to some town that (laughs) makes you smile for the holidays and just their, you know, uh, strings of light (laughs) smiling at you saying, do it. That would be upsetting. No, I still agree with you. You and I have talked about our various uh, feelings about the holidays over the years in our real lives as we uh, work through holidays, uh, but also on a couple of podcasts over the years. But the, the light in the dark thing, the it's the darkest time of the year, uh, at least for us in our calendar year, we're getting toward the end of the year. It is a stressful time, and needing that little bit of light, needing that little bit of literal glow in the idea behind it is really, really powerful to me. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the Christmas decorations, lights in particular, because it really <laughs> it really is like, hey, it's okay to be happy. <laughs> uh, it's okay to just that. like find a little bit of joy. I always, always like things in storytelling that are joyful in spite of harsh realities or uh, mm. that, that they coexist. You know, I always struggle with something that's just happy all the time because it doesn't feel real. Because to me, the reality is uh, there are harsh times, but hey, we can persevere and find some joy in them. And I think in particular seeing, you know, a, a, a dark cold street with that glowing light is a little bit of like that of like yep it's cold it's dark <laughs> it's been a hard year probably uh, but here's this little bit of uh, festive joy that we can all share uh i think you know publicly i certainly think of that and then for in our home i definitely get that it's a fun ritual like mm-hmm. uh, me mostly working from home I had so much joy today when I was like, oh, I'm going to put that Christmas tree on before she gets home so it's all lit up when she walks in. (laughs) That's a fun ritual. I think the other thing uh, for me about holiday decorations in general, uh, obviously holiday decorations can go from the very religious to the much more secular to the pop culture, (laughs) Uh, I guess kind of secular traditional like Santa to the sort of ironic almost Uh, it's it's holiday it's not considered holiday but it makes me happy here's you know a Freddy Krueger ornament kind of thing um I've been thinking so much about the value of genre of fantasy of the weird uh because it can be looked down on as less than or unimportant uh, realistic things are are good right um and there's just so much that's kind of joyful about the weird fantasy of it you know of just combining here's a snow person, but it's got a whole tree for a hat and it's making marshmallows over a fire that would probably burn this. Oh, sure. Let's go for it. It Let's have fun. (laughs) It's just all that embracing of kind of everywhere you look, you see something kind of uh, fantastic and weird and imaginative and playful. And I just think that's, that's so important to our spirits.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I'm with you. I've, I've had my, I think, different opinions over the years about different um how much I want to go into some of the the weirdness or just embrace it not like I've ever been like no no but um, but I've really come to enjoy some of the the things and just the things that um like over time like things that now to us are like bonkers but like when I was growing up those are the normal things to have out or you know it's just kind of fun to think about like what are the traditions that change for holiday decorations
1: yeah yeah like things like elf on the shelf when it first came out like i think to people older people like there's a surveillance state elf that watches you every day and we're supposed to think that's great and it's like clearly made of capitalism it's a new thing to sell right Mm -hmm. but i'm sure kids who grew up with elf on the shelf it'll be a warm memory right And when they get older it'll be a tradition and i like in our weird secular capitalist christmas that is so like the i the the image we know of Santa coalesced because of Coke ads, pretty much, you know, <laughs> you know, and and accepting that and having fun with that and being aware of that, but still finding the joy in it, because a lot of us grew up with an image of Santa in a Coke, and it's warm
0: mm-hmm. and
1: familiar. And as long as you kind of have a healthy acknowledgement of the real history, yeah, then it's kind of fun the way things start as a can we sell some more stuff, and suddenly becomes over years, not suddenly over years becomes a warm familiar thing
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely
1: so uh we talked a little bit about why we put up the decorations at all now let's get into a little bit more uh history as we like to do for you in your childhood uh what was uh what was putting up decorations like how did they make you feel as a kid was it a fun ritual tell me a little bit about your childhood relationship Mm. with holiday decorations
0: yeah i i loved it um as i've gone on about a bit before in another um, podcast about the topic that we talked about but um like ornaments to me were kind of it was all it was all kind of story time and it was that Mm. walk down memory lane from a pretty early age um because my kind parents let us put up all of the ornaments that we made at preschool and so you know yes we had A styrofoam plate that was left over from getting something at the grocery store that I had attached tissue paper feathers to, and that was on our tree for years and years and years.
1: (laughs) Some real thought that counts
0: ornaments. (laughs) You know, I mean, I think three-year-old me was really proud of it. Yeah, of course. And then seven-year-old me was like, well, that's pretty cool. Look, I even managed to spell my name. Um, So, no, I mean, I think that's certainly part of it. And also, you know, actually, I kind of related to what you're talking about with pop culture but a little bit different is um, having as we got my brother and I got older having some ornaments that were related to things that we did or things that we were doing which is um, a little bit different from from pop culture except you know for yourself as somebody who works in pop culture it is related (laughs) to Mm -hmm. what you do Um, but it's also related to something that we liked and I mean I've talked a lot about being a dancer and being in the Nutcracker and so having you know like a nutcracker ornament or snowflake ornaments because i was a snowflake in the nutcracker <laughs> um, you know or, or things like that or like things related to instruments that we played felt very personal and also like you know not what you'd see on the tree that you go to at like the just department store door or something yeah
1: yeah that's really great that is very great to hear um i think for myself i have a positive association with Lights and decorations, not because my immediate family did them a bunch, but because, you know, I was a a little uh, capitalist kid and uh, the holidays were a time where I could maybe get some toys that I would not be able to get the rest of the year. So that was some of the excitement. I would get time off school. The adults around me would be a little bit more relaxed and fun. (laughs) There are all these sort of childhood reasons to be excited uh for christmas you know there'd be specials that would come on television that would be really cool and really weird and really different you could not see like i i'm sure i thought that that kind of you know uh uh, rank and vast animation didn't exist outside of the holidays that it was only visible that technology could only (laughs) be presented on the television in december so i think i really enjoyed the decorations uh as the sort of symbol that all of those things that were rare and special were coming Mm -hmm. in december uh a, the the one decoration that my family did, because we, we did some trees, uh, but I don't remember any like real specific ornaments. My grandma had a big tree when we would go to her house. And I think part of my, my modern relationship with ornaments is they all felt a little stuffy. They were like, well, here's a silver ball. Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
1: okay, kind of cool. Or here's a sleigh. Like, cool. Like, it, it, what they weren't particularly exciting to me. They felt like... Here are proper things. We put proper ornaments on the tree. Every once in a while, there'd be like an animal and that'd be great (laughs) because that'd be as as, as wild as we get. So I think that's part of the reason that I have a little bit of like, I'm an adult. I'm putting weird things on my tree Mm -hmm. because a lot of the ornaments that are around me were a little bit like these are proper. Like you use the proper spoon for this dish and you put the silver ball on the tree and everything is proper. Uh, So I think that uh, affected me a little bit. The one that I remember that uh, we had at my house that was when I was a little bit older, in my teens, it was some weird. uh, I don't know if my parents named it Chili Sam or if it was a product named Chili Sam, Mm -hmm. but it was a snow person uh, that had lights inside them. And when you plugged in Chili Sam, uh, the lights kind of flickered around like there was a little discotheque (laughs) (laughs) inside. But. Over the years, Chili Sam really slowed down. So for the most part, like just the lower ball of the snow person was flashing red. So it just kind of looked like Chili Sam maybe had indigestion. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> and I That's love amazing. that because yeah. it was
1: it was kind of special, but it was also just like a little bonkers and a little fun and a little weird in that it's clearly uh, what I value in, uh, in holiday decorations.
0: I love this. I love this. Well, I think that... Clearly, you need to make an ornament for our tree.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, for next year. What kind of materials would you like me to use?
0: Um, I mean, large, I... large wood? Sure. It can be small. It doesn't, I mean, we don't have a large tree. Okay. um, Your choice.
1: I'm going to cut out like a paper shape and laminate it and then just scrawl like really bad handwriting on it. And I'll say, Joseph, age 41. Perfect. <laughs> we'll hang it
0: up. We'll hang it up. Yeah. Yeah, and I I didn't mean to just focus on tree. That's just kind of where my brain went, but I don't think we I mean we did other decorations like within our house.
1: Like what kind of things fun. would like, be up?
0: Like little knickknacks. Mm. And those were always fun because um it was kind of like uncovering the little like sometimes I would help put them out, but sometimes I would be like, "Ooh." this one came out like it was that fun surprise mm. um and at one point my dad started collecting a certain kind of santa so that was fun as different versions of a santa oh would yeah come out um as i was a little bit older uh, but we didn't um no it's not true my dad always put lights on the house okay but i don't i was not as much a part of that okay but did anymore. you
1: like them being on the house was that like fun to walk home to and see the lights on your own house
0: yeah loved it and we had um Depending on which house we were living in and whether they worked or not, we had those like old fashioned candles that you put in the window mm. that you and I had um, when we lived in Minneapolis. And I loved those. Those were perhaps one of my favorite thing. getting back to the whole like candle thing. And uh, from a very young age, I was like, ooh, this is cool and oldie time. Um, <laughs> and it, light up candles. Right. Like it just, and they've got the big bulbs on them. And it just felt like this is a cool, fun, special thing. Yeah and so i loved having those on and you know it was there weren't as many lights out then so that was really special and only for that time of year
1: and a, a candle in the window really says it's cold outside come in here where there's warmth and safety and light
0: yep and this was in minnesota you know when i was walking home from school that So,
1: when the air sometimes wants to rip your flesh off your face. Yeah. For fun. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At that time of year. The other thing that uh, my grandma had, and then my mom, I think, started having more of, I can't remember. It's a very specific brand. Of uh, a village sets. Oh yeah, and you could get different. Like you could add to it and be like, now well, now I have the car repair shop. I can't. I can't. Maybe it's. It might have been Victorian. So there might not have been a car repair shop. I don't remember. Uh, but you could have <laughs> the apothecary or whatever. And I remember liking those as kids because as a kid because that it felt narrative it felt like building a little world mm, and that's yeah. always it was exciting to me then of like okay well uh, are there little, little action figures that can run around in there
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah and we did have a at least some i think it didn't last forever uh, but we had like one of those blow up reindeer
1: oh in the in the yard or just in the middle of the living room i
0: i want to say it was probably just inside it was um it was a rudolph like rudolph from rank bass type of oh rudolph. wow and no it was Brown. Anyway, I mean, it wasn't fuzzy. It was, but that was always like a fun thing. Oh yeah, I think it didn't last that long before it got a hole in it.
1: Yeah, I don't think we had a lot of uh, ever elaborate displays on the actual house. Yeah. Um, but that is a great segue to the thing that I would like to ask you about next, which is uh, public displays.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Public displays of holiday. What is a favorite public holiday display or decoration you've seen?
0: Hmm. Um. So I have, I have two that jumped to mind wow. off the top of my head. They're very different, and I like them both a lot. Well, great. One is um, it's a street that you and I drove to um, here in the Los Angeles area, I think out in Pasadena, Altadena somewhere, and they rename it for the holidays Christmas Tree Lane. Yeah. And they put all the – it's got all the same – it's been years since we went there. I think they might be Deodara Cedars, but I think when we were there it was before I knew what they were. So, um, But a bunch of big trees, I think they're cedars, With um, like the big lights on them and just to be unrelentingly thematic about like, I like light in the darkness. (laughs) Um, You just, you drive down, they, you, you know, they tell you to turn your lights down so you can really take it in. And it was just magical.
1: It was totally, it's weird to say this about being in your car driving down a street, but it was so cozy. You felt so held because you were in that canopy, Mm -hmm. right? You were surrounded By these giant christmas trees and it really did feel like you were like you drove through some portal in like in the nutcracker and you were heading into christmas fantasy land it was really cool we should do that again i believe the history was something like that that road used to lead to like a private manor and, and they had the 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 rich person had planted this as their like This is going to be my driveway. I'm going to go down Christmas Fantasy Lane. (laughs) I don't think that was the intention. But that's why all those trees are there. And now they are just a bunch of houses there. Mm -hmm. A bunch of people live there. And a lot of them have their houses all fancy with the decorations when we drove down it. So that's also kind of like a nice narrative of something that started maybe as a private thing has become this public thing that people in the Los Angeles area can, can all enjoy during the holidays.
0: Yeah, yeah. Such a good point, and I'd totally forgotten about that. So,
1: that's your first one. What's yep. your second one?
0: My second one is um, it's the first that I remember kind of over the top house with like in terms of like Santa on the roof with reindeer and like lights everywhere, and the lights were chasing each other, and there were probably like I think there were some um, you know, other snow people and probably like inflatable candles and like random things on the yard and just one of those like really over the top there's lights there's commotion there's action everywhere and I just it stands out to me now there's a lot of them but it was really one of the first ones that I'd seen and it was just kind of like what is this amazing overstimulation <laughs> that is both like magical and too much and you only see it, at least at that time only saw at that time of year so um it just really stood out and is another favorite memory
1: yeah no that's really great uh i'm i know i've had times in life where i've seen driven around and looked at the various holiday lights on houses and like seen them and then seeing those houses that are just like screaming grabbing you by the lapels and screaming cuz <laughs> cuz there's so 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 much blinking, so much flashing, so much light in the darkness. Um my mind went to a thing that we just experienced. Um I really like seeing the way different cities will add lights. Mm. You know, to like a downtown area or a specific, you know, shopping area to make it kind of festive. I really like it because it's it's totally communal. And then also, I know, understandably, cities are like really trying to be like, it's festive light time because not trying to overcommit to a specific holiday, which mm-hmm. is great. I understand. But it also makes the, uh, the light shows a little bit more fascinating because it's like, uh, how do you communicate these various things while kind of trying to be right down the middle of like, it's festive light time. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I uh, had a wonderful opportunity to spend a couple days in Palm Springs uh, for our anniversary never been to Palm Springs. That was fascinating. And it was great to see that their downtown area had this, I assume they're for the holidays, maybe they're there all the time. But on all of the light poles had a festive light display that was a star with this trailing energy that led back to the pole. And I was fascinated by them. Because I think you're supposed to it's supposed to feel like the energy is jumping off the pole, and the star is is shooting out. But there was something about it also looked like the star was like floating in there, shooting its energy into the pole. Oh, funny! Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, which way? Which way is the motion going? But I was captivated by them because like, oh, this is this is that kind of display I I like to see. That's just like a little extra oomph. It's festive time, uh, but then I kept being like, but there's there's something they're reminding me of these stars with the trailing energy for block after block and, you know, great moments where you could see them just sort of off in the distance continuing. Uh, and then I realized after we got home, what it reminded me of is block after block of the more, you know, star. You remember those commercials <laughs> where it's, yes. you know, they give you a little life advice and say, the more, you know, is this yes. twinkling star goes by. So now I want to go back to Palm Springs and be like, this is like six straight blocks of stars just screaming basic life advice and going, the more you know,
0: the more you know, the more you know. I mean, basically, Palm Springs is a PSA.
1: (laughs) It's one giant (laughs) desert oasis PSA.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Um, Because we had those conversations. I was there with you. Um, And you're like, what is it? What is it? That's, yeah, absolutely. It would not have occurred to me, but absolutely.
1: Yeah, it it was the less I knew then, but now it's (laughs) the more I know. Um, We've been out in the public. We've been into our past. Now let's come into our modern home. Uh, we have uh, many different little decorations we put up, but in particular, we have our weird little fake Christmas tree uh, that I believe I bought at Walgreens for $20 for a show that then became our Christmas tree, and it's been our Christmas tree for our entire relationship. And it is it looks pretty nice once you put in all the lights and all the decorations. It stands up to some basic scrutiny, but when you first put it together year after year, uh, without any of its lights, it's starting to uh, lean a little bit. <laughs> it's starting to get a little bare, and it's got a little bit of a Charlie Brown vibe. Until you put all the stuff on it, a Charlie Brown tree vibe. Uh, when I when I was assembling it, uh, you you organize all the the branches and hand it to me, and that's our tradition. I, I put them in, and when I first stepped back and looked at it, it was like, "Ooh, ugh. yeah, it's a it's a, it's it's showing its years." And you were like, "I love this tree," and I wanted to ask about that. What is it about our weird little tree that you love?
0: I think it's kind of what you were talking about back when at the beginning of the podcast of like some of the weird embracing some of the weirdness of the holidays and um uh, it was it was an adjustment not an adjustment. it was a I had never had a fake tree before. Mm-hmm. I just often i mean so I often didn't have a tree when it when I was just living on my own and i had a little um swedish christmas tree that somebody had made for me that's just the like wood dowels oh nice and that's what i use as my christmas tree um but i had always been like a, real trees person so that it took me a, a little while to be like to fully embrace the fake christmas tree uh but i love that we've used the same christmas tree for so many years and mm-hmm. we have had a few real trees in there as well which has been nice
1: one right two okay We'll have to, I'll have to go down the the more we know lane and see if I can remember the second one.
0: But I just, it fills out, sorry, I'm I'm turning to look at it. so, So my voice keeps changing. I'm just admiring it. It fills out so well with our ornaments and it fits our space so well. It's not it doesn't need to be huge we don't have a huge apartment and it but it fits and it feels cozy and to me it fills all of those needs that I have of a Christmas tree it provides light it provides warmth it provides a connection with Christmas's past and a hope for Christmas's future and it just um, when we're done with it it folds up into its little box and goes in a shelf and I love that too we don't have to rearrange a bunch of furniture to have it here and it's not in the way but it's none of it's just it fits Mm -hmm. so well within our life here i think that's why i love it
1: yeah well that's great i mean i i think i love it you know because it comes from uh performing which is such an important part of our history and our relationship you know i've been saying to people uh we, when you did your dance show of like, hey, this is how much performance has been a part of our lives. We both saw one another perform on stage before we even really knew one another. Mm-hmm. It's such a huge part of our lives. So to have this thing that is a, a part of our you know, home life spring from, I don't even remember what bit or what show I bought it for. <laughs> um, But that is important to me. And then it's been with us our entire relationship. And then I think in the big picture, it's the... Um, that holiday idea that the spirit of the thing matters right mm-hmm. you, i make jokes about you know it's the thought that counts gift but i really do think that should be the spirit it's the intent is to give something great if you can give somebody the biggest the best whatever the most expensive great if you can do that um but i'm really glad not to like hunt every year to find the biggest and the best tree right mm-hmm. this is a, a a weird little tree that does its best every year it does <laughs> and to breathe. me that's the spirit of it it's, it's the, it, it, it looks legitimately nice to me by the time it's all set up mm-hmm. but I also just kind of know like it it has such you know inauspicious beginnings mm-hmm. it's twenty dollars from Walgreens that I probably bought the day of the show probably so we could knock it down for a bit And it in here <laughs> it is all these years later Providing us all this joy—it's a, it's you know, a little tree that could.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, staying in our home, what is your favorite on our little tree? Uh, more traditional ornament.
0: Ooh. Um. Ooh. Gosh. <laughs> Favorites are hard. I
1: know, and I'm gonna have a couple favorite questions, so I apologize uh, in advance for my cruelty. Okay. I mean, at least for this uh, question, you have visual aids in that we're sitting right next to our Christmas tree as we record this.
0: I mean, we are. Okay, so this is one that maybe is, a—it it is maybe not traditional to everybody, but to me, it's traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my grandma always used to put birds on her tree, not real birds, <laughs> mm-hmm. but she had various different versions of fake birds. And I don't know if that was a thing of the time period or if other people did it, I it's not a thing that I've seen a lot. So I, that's why I say maybe not traditional, but to me it's traditional mm-hmm. um, because it's what she did. And we have um, a little uh, glass crystal bird that was my uncle's, that um, my Uncle Jack's. And mm. after he passed away, uh, I got to keep his little crystal bird and it always reminds me of both him and her and our early Christmases, which I spent with both of them.
1: Mhm that is really really wonderful. Uh there are so many uh ornaments on this tree that are uh full of memories and I think that is part of what makes them special. I don't know if this counts is traditional. It's more traditional to me uh but I'm going to go to uh, our our post office box. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who doesn't love thinking about the mail at the holidays? It is a a, a tiny little sliver of some kind of wood. Uh, but it is a uh, British uh, post box uh, that I believe you did you buy that when we were in London?
0: Yeah. So I bought it for you when I was in London and gave it to you for Christmas when I was still living in London and before you came and joined me.
1: Oh, that's right. So, in fact, so I put this. Yeah. To, to go back into our our, our romance history. Uh, Sarah was in London finishing her degree. I eventually went and stayed with uh, Sarah for a little while. Uh but you came back from London to visit and that was our first Christmas together. Mm-hmm. And I had this tree set up in my apartment and you brought that ornament. It's just it's I think it's the sort of, you know, being raised with uh, the British Christmas and, and all that to, to have that little bit of uh, of London. And just yeah. it's it's just so calm and like I'm just a little wooden postal box. Aren't I nice?
0: No, I love <laughs> it. That's also one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, it is a very good one. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the pop culture. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite on our Weird Little Tree pop culture ornament?
0: Oh, I have, I have so many yet again. Um, ugh, um, <laughs> mm, sorry.
1: It's almost worse when you have the visual aids in front of you for you to pick.
0: I know, right? Because if I didn't have it in front of me, I'd be like, well, what's the one that I remember? Um. Okay, here's here's a, a random one, if this is is sharing. And here's part of why I like it. So there's a series of ornaments that we have mm-hmm. that were yours. Mm. And I was not used to having pop culture ornaments on my tree, despite mm-hmm. my comments about like, ooh, weird things. It was like weird things like a squirrel or a bird, not weird <laughs> things like something you would see on TV. Um, and... I, as uh, you know, and some people who listen might know, I didn't know a ton about um, comic books and things like that. So you have ornaments that are um, some of the Avengers, mm-hmm. and you wanted to put them up. And at first, I was, I was like, "Okay, really? I I'll, I can do this. I want to be a good partner, so I'll do this." <laughs> but I was not on board, and I knew some of them. So like, I was like, "Okay, well, maybe Wolverine and Spider Man can go in front." But over the years, as I've come to know the Avengers and they circle each other around the top of not the very top of the tree, but they chase after each other or protect each other.
1: You designed that display of them that they circle around the tree. So that is your introduction to this.
0: That is totally mine. But now I love them and I always save the top uh, one, not the very top, but toward the top of the tree for them. And it's one of the things that I look forward to putting on the tree each year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I think my friend Tim gave them to me for for the holidays uh, one year. Probably one of the first times I had my own uh, Christmas tree. Uh, so yeah, they were one of my early ones. And they're just they're just tiny little things. They look they're like earring size. Yeah, they're tiny. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh it's Captain America. Uh, not all Avengers. Uh, no. Captain America, Spider Man, Iron Man, uh, Thing, and Hulk.
0: And a Wolverine.
1: And Wolverine, yes, okay. yes. So they're all and they're all just chasing each other around. Maybe like they're fighting a giant tree. Who knows, mm-hmm, right? Who knows. <laughs> uh, I love yours? them very much. Yeah. Well, you know, all of them is the answer. Uh, so I'm actually going to pick out the two newest ones because they're the ones I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, uh, for Christmas, you got me a just very classic Doctor Who ornament. It is. Tom Baker, fourth doctor, picking his hat off his head, doing the hand splayed action pose out. It's such a cool Doctor Who move, but it also look looks like he's saying, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I've got something <laughs> to say.
0: <laughs> Not ready yet, Santa.
1: It's just it captures his vibe. It's so great. And it's that that's the thing for me, is I think for me, Christmas has always kind of been pop culture because I love many things that aren't pop culture. I love many one-off independent movies i love many novels you know uh, anyway on and on i love things that aren't pop culture but when i was a kid that's where i found excitement and joy and comfort and balm and excitement and and that's when i had more access to them is at christmas Mm -hmm. so for me christmas and pop culture are a little bit aligned so like i want joyful things on this tree and A squirrel is joyful. Uh, A ball that reflects light is joyful. Uh, A fake martini glass that reflects light is joyful. And so is uh, Doctor Who. The other uh, pop culture one that I want to highlight is brand new this year. Mm -hmm. I saw him at Target and I said, I don't need that. And then as we were getting ready to go, I was like, yeah, I kind of need that. Uh, It is just a random Boba Fett uh, ornament. It is Boba Fett in his uh, modern look from his uh, television show. Uh, he used to have this sort of uh, gray jumper under his uh, Mandalorian armor, but now he has the uh, black, which is his Tuscan robes, all very meaningful, very thoughtful. Uh, <laughs> but it's one of these sort of uh, weirdly proportioned, sort of uh, cute, almost in a little bit of an anime style. Uh, but the entire effect is I looked at this Boba Fett and I said, that's Angry Baby Boba. He looks <laughs> like a little baby who's just not not going to take it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my new pop culture favorite is a Angry Baby Boba.
0: I love it. I love it. You were going to get it one way or another.
1: <laughs> uh, meaning that if I had not picked it up, you might have picked it up for me? Yes. Yeah. Well, that is very kind of you. Uh, we could list every ornament on this tree <laughs> and share a story about it, which is absolutely great. Uh what's your favorite decoration that we have just around the house? That's mm. not on the tree itself, but just set out somewhere.
0: Yeah. Um so a few years ago I knit little um holiday like gnome like stocking caps to mm-hmm. go on the tops of bottles. <laughs> and sorry but those are my favorite. <laughs>
1: uh i i really really like the weird sense of memory that comes back uh around the holiday times like okay i think i'm just gonna have a, a little sip of whiskey oh no i gotta remove the gnome first <laughs> yeah. it's very nice uh i might have talked about them before but we got this off registry wedding gift uh <laughs> that is this snow person set where the little plate is, like for cookies or cheese and crackers or whatever is the snow person's body uh and then they have a head but then you can place on their head the mug, which is a snow person head with the huge, just gaping hole to pour fluid
0: in. They're fantastic. <laughs> I love them.
1: They're just uh, bizarre. And I really, really love how uh, uh, how freakish they are. That's mm-hmm. all. I just no, like I the little freakish.
0: It's it's one of our favorite moments every year when we get to pull those out.
1: Yeah, it really is. Is there any decoration Holiday decoration that is simply not for you—that you don't like aesthetically.
0: Mm. Um, you know, there, I I only like things that are so so weird and so specific. Um, I only like decorations that are made out of straw in certain circumstances.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are you, what are your straw rules?
0: Well, so like we have a few straw decorations on the tree. But sometimes, like, you'll see them as, like, the, um I don't remember what it's actually called, the little Nordic goat, like the Yule Bakken. Mm-hmm. But you can see big ones, and, and I like those. But I feel like sometimes straw becomes one of those materials, or it did for a while at some point in my life where, like, random things were made out of straw, but then called a Christmas decoration or a holiday decoration.
1: Just because it was made out of straw?
0: Well, no. I mean, I think they would put festive things on it, but mm. I just, as a... As, mu- as much as I won't stop about how much I love things made out of wood, straw is not the same thing. And there's just, there's something about the sound of it.
1: Oh, that... like, is it too squeaky when you touch it? Yeah. Okay.
0: Or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, there you go. You wanted something weird, you get something weird.
1: We're going to dive into your straw issues at some <laughs> point, maybe. Uh, because, like, when we... we go to various uh halloween things when we sit on the hay bales that you're not happy on the hay bales are you
0: i love sitting on the hay bales but they make me sneeze so oh. i can't, or cough so i can't stay there for very long
1: okay fair enough fair enough i think the thing for me and if this is your thing and you have it in your home bless you and i'm glad you're happy uh, i'm not a silver tinsel person i don't mm. like silver or white tinsel it, it's just it's it's trying too hard it's the jazz hands of holiday decorations for me and i like things that are a little darker a little uh, quirkier, weirder. In uh, silver tinsel is just screaming to me. Look at me. <laughs> Sorry, so
0: funny. No, this year I almost, i did have that. Like, I wonder if we should try tinsel some year. <laughs> so I guess I have my answer.
1: Straw tinsel, and then we'll <laughs> both be unhappy, and it'll be great. Um, uh, if you could snap your fingers and make a new holiday decoration exist, uh, what would you call into existence?
0: Ooh, I want a floating orb of light that just kind of hangs out in the center of your room <laughs> and has, like, cool little flame, like, candles, maybe. Oh, and, yeah. And, um, yeah, but also doesn't make weird drone noises, so you feel like you're being watched all the time. Yeah.
1: Um, I would want, instead of a string of popcorn, uh, a string of uh, various smoked cheeses, but they are magic <laughs> and they never go bad. So just as you walk by the Christmas tree, you can just pluck off a bit of smoked cheese of different kinds. (laughs) That's so cozy and festive. I
0: know what you're getting in your stocking.
1: Time for the cheese plucking. Yes, please (laughs) put smoked cheese in my stocking. Here is the most controversial question of the Mm -hmm. episode. By what date should holiday decorations be taken down?
0: Here's the thing. I don't care.
1: <laughs>
0: um, for us, I do care, although we've pushed it pretty far before.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, we might this year.
0: I mean, <laughs> oh, good to know. Um, but for other people, I mean, I guess maybe for like public places, you know, middle of March, they don't need to be up. Yeah. I mean, I I tend to be the like middle to Jan- of January f- for public places, mm-hmm. you know, after like the first weekend. 12th day of christmas kind of thing um for inside the house kind of middle of january yeah but i'm not if it gives you joy to keep it up until the end of february you keep it up until the yeah. end of february and you have your joy yeah if you need it up until daylight savings starts or ends or whichever one it is you do that
1: and if that gets abolished and never happens again the christmas tree's there <laughs> forever what are you gonna do then we have permanent it's trees. the law um <laughs> I'd be happy with different trees. At for di- I wish we had a Halloween tree. It's time to put your spooky tree up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think ideal for me is about midway through January because I, yeah, I do like to take it into the new year a little bit because it's a part of the whole season, mm-hmm. you know? And I like that friend who's kind of with you as you, at least in our culture, as you kind of, everybody ramps back up in January to full busy time. Um, But then there's a point where it's kind of been too long, and I feel like I am robbing the tree of its specialness the longer that I leave it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that said, I almost wish that we could combine Valentine's Day and the end of the festive holiday time, and Valentine's would be a holiday where you try to get a date to take your tree down. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that would function for many reasons, but it amuses me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me know if, if you're going to ask me out on a date. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's going to come over to help you de-trim your tree? That's no, 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 no. 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 All right. Okay. All right. Uh, here's my final question. Uh huh. If Santa was real, how do you think he would feel about all these different images of himself?
0: Mm. I think that he would like it because it gives him more anonymity.
1: yeah who knows what the real santa looks like we've kind of got some vibes but
0: like what exactly
1: does he wear does he really like coke is he a pepsi guy Mm -hmm. who knows
0: maybe he hates the color red we don't actually know (laughs) yeah
1: a blue santa yeah Mm -hmm. a blue santa uh who just loves smoked cheese that's the truth (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep uh all right any uh final big picture thoughts as we move on no i'm good so can you make a noise uh, to sum up your interest or obsession with holiday decorations?
0: Ching, 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 ching. These are sleigh bells. <laughs> ching, 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 ching.
1: I wish there are sleigh bells that announce themselves. I am a sleigh bell. Um, and on a scale of one to ten. One being the least, 10 being the most. How obsessed are you with holiday decorations?
0: Mm, right now, I'm probably about a six and a half veering towards seven. Mm-hmm. Get me around the week of Christmas, like <laughs> the 10 days before and the five days after, I'm probably a good eight or nine. Yeah. And the rest of the year, it dips back down.
1: I'm with you. It's a it's a seasonal obsession. And this is part of the grumpy period I went through because we just, we've just got a lot going on. We're going to be out of town. And it really was that like we'll we'll still enjoy the the holiday. We'll watch movies, we'll go to other places where there're decorations. And then when I put it up, I was like, I can't believe I thought for even a second <laughs> that it was okay to not put up our weird little tree. Uh so that has got me up to like kind of a 7, you know. And now when we talk about it, sometimes doing the episodes adds to the obsession. Now I'm going to be really excited as we go around in the world to see what other uh decorations I like and if any of them Uh, also look like uh, PSAs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I have to say, I was pretty excited on my drive home from work today um, because we're recording this in the evening. And I was like, I'm going to look at all of the holiday lights while I drive. Yeah. Uh, And I was like, I should take a different note. I want to get home quickly (laughs) to record this. But I had a lot of fun looking at holiday lights.
1: In fact, there's one that went up real early, like even, I think, uh, maybe November 2nd uh that we can see from our balcony of a a neighbor a couple blocks away Mm -hmm. but we i can see just like half of a tree with just white lights flickering in a window almost morse code like if i knew morse (laughs) code i'd be like i want to make sure the tree isn't asking for help but i really like that one because it's just sort of like peeking out being like don't you want to don't know put some lights up put some lights up come on let's go love it (laughs) all right we are on to the plugging section uh, where can you be found on social media if you want to be found? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can be found um, on Instagram at Scrim Street.
1: Excellent. And I can be found at lots of different social media, all with the handle at Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm giving a Hive Social a uh, tryout right now, and I'm really enjoying it. It is feeling like the early days of Twitter. Uh, some jokes people exchanging their work, their uh, creative ideas. Uh, I think it is new and young and it, it might work. The functionality of it is very similar to a mix of Twitter and Instagram. So I'm really enjoying it. If you are on Hive, uh, please uh, find me there at Joseph Grimshaw. Or if you're looking for a Twitter alternative, uh, this might be it. Who knows? It could all collapse too. Uh, but I'm also still on Twitter for the time being. You can also find me Instagram, TikTok at Joseph Grimshaw. And, of course, you can uh, find uh, Obsessed Podcast. It's still on Twitter, as at Obsessed Podcast, and Facebook as at Obsessed Podcast. Uh, you can go check out my YouTube channel if you'd like. I'm still uh, wanting to build up some subscribers and I'm gonna be putting more comedy things up and more short films. So if you want to check those out, you can go to YouTube and search for Joseph Scrimshaw. You can also support Obsessed and those short films I'm working on by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that. Go to patreon.com/slash Joseph Scrimshaw. Final question is always is what is happiness?
0: Happiness is finding your lights, and when you plug them in, they turn on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, it is. That was very happy making when the lights (laughs) turned on. Thank you all for listening. That is our podcast.
0: You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. So you talked a lot about liking a weird... Uh, holiday decorations do you have a favorite weird holiday decoration on our tree
1: Ooh, yeah let me let me let me scan for the the true weirdos uh you know what This, this is i'm gonna let you down this is more sentimental than weird uh there is what it would be to the eye of most people a little weird blob of clay it looks like some little bit of protoplasm trying to find its being its existence But it is actually, from a specific Legend of Zelda video game, a gratitude crystal. And you had been watching me play that Legend of Zelda video game and mumble about, like, I got to get my gratitude crystals. (laughs) And you made that for me. And the year you made it for me, I I was unwell on Christmas. I was sick. And you handed me a gratitude crystal on Christmas. And I burst into tears. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a very happy tears, happy tears, gratitude tears. So that one is weird to the eye, uh, but very close to my heart.
0: Mm, I love it.